0: Hi, this is Gwen Diaz. Welcome back to My Daily Briefing. I hope you are enjoying the podcast and are realizing that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 21, titled On the Run. Jacob was a shrewd and impatient young man He was always looking for ways to get what he wanted when he wanted it. But his selfish impatience almost cost him his life. His efforts to help God out by stealing Esau's blessing enraged his twin brother. Esau vowed to kill him, and Jacob knew he had to flee. But his mother could not imagine the son she loved fleeing through the desert with only the clothes on his back. So she stepped in and tried to help him out. She figured out a way to talk to Isaac, and asked him to give Jacob some of his inheritance early. First, Rebecca mentioned that it was time for their son to get married, but she did not want him to marry any of the pagan women who lived around them. She convinced Isaac that the only way to prevent this was by sending him back to her hometown to find a godly wife. He needed goods and money to make the trip. Isaac fell for her story, and prayed that God would help Jacob on his long journey. Then... Since he could not revoke it, he repeated the blessing that had originally been meant for Esau and sent Jacob along his way. However, instead of becoming the family leader, which was the most important position that had been granted in the blessing, Jacob now became a fugitive. When Esau discovered that Jacob had left home and that Isaac had blessed him again on his way out the door, he was filled with rage. Hearing that his parents had spoken badly about the women in Canaan, He purposely chose a wife who would be offensive to them. He actually married the daughter of Ishmael, his father's estranged brother. Jacob put just about as much distance as he could between himself and his brother that first day. Exhausted physically and emotionally, he finally laid down to sleep. And while he was sleeping, he had a dream. In the dream, there was a ladder reaching from heaven to earth with angels climbing up and down. God spoke to Jacob from the top of the ladder and he made the same three promises he had made to Abraham years before. First, this would become Jacob's land. Second, he would have many descendants. And third, through him, through Jacob, everyone on earth would now be blessed. God also promised to stay with Jacob and protect him and then one day bring him back to this promised land. When he woke up, Jacob realized that he had just had a rendezvous with God. Despite all the wrongs he had done, God still loved him and had amazing plans for Jacob's life. So he turned the stone he had slept on into a memorial and worshipped God. He called the place Bethel, meaning House of God. Jacob then made a deal with God. He said, If you protect me and help me return to my home someday, I will always worship you, and I will give you one-tenth, or a tithe, of everything I own and Bethel will be the place where my descendants will come to worship you. Even though he never seemed to outgrow his craftiness, Jacob was forever changed by this encounter at Bethel. The memorial stone he set up reminded everyone what God had done in his life. Think about it. Have you ever had an encounter with God, an experience that you know He arranged just for you? If so, find a tangible way to acknowledge and remember it. You might record it in a notebook or in the back of your Bible, or you can start your own rock collection like Jacob did with dates and experiences written on them. Memorializing our encounters with God helps us remember His love. Communion does that. It is a special memorial that we often use to remind us of what Jesus did for us on the cross. In 1 Corinthians 11:23, Paul says, I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night He was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, Jesus took the cup, saying to his disciples, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now go and have a great day.